In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning we are celebrating the feast of really one of the great saints of our church, and not only just one of the great saints of the 20th century, but one of the great saints of our church. And I don't think that it is uh, making too much hyperbole to say uh, that there's a chance that we would not be sitting here as Orthodox Christians in Memphis, Tennessee, without the life and work and ministry of St. Raphael, the Bishop of Brooklyn. Uh, Because uh, it takes someone to be the apostle to a specific area in order to ensure that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is planted in a way that it has the opportunity to grow and flourish and prosper over the course of time. And that's why uh, everywhere that you go, there's someone that was the first apostle that was there. For the Holy Church of Antioch, Saints Peter and Paul were both there. Uh, For uh, Constantinople, St. Andrew was the one who went there, and we've been talking about the Gospel of Matthew in our Bible study, and of course the tradition is that he went to Ethiopia and Thomas to India. And here we have celebrating someone who is equal to those, who is called the Apostle to America, St. Raphael, Bishop of Brooklyn. And we have a special affinity for St. Raphael here as a local parish uh, because uh, one of the churches that he founded was St. George in Vicksburg, Mississippi. And as you, you all know, some of you are those people that I'm talking about were chrismated and brought into the church at, in that building at the place uh, in the city where St. Raphael planted one of the churches. And so we have this connection. And so we've named, of course, our hall after him, St. Raphael Hall. And by naming something after someone... It means that we want to do our best to actually emulate that person, to be like that person, so that we can provide an atmosphere that people would would see that name, say, who is that? Find out about them and realize and say, yeah, that's exactly what those people are doing there. And so how do we as a community, how are we able to emulate St. Raphael in such a way that that is true? And so I think that in particular, there are four things that we as a community can do in order to emulate St. Raphael, and in particular, emulate his mission and ministry to a particular group. And that particular group is the lost sheep. Over and over and over again in the hymns that we sing for St. Raphael, uh, and in the, the, the title that he is given, uh, is Good Shepherd of the Lost Sheep in America. And so that is a great, uh, that's a great thing for us as a community to have in our minds to attempt to be able to emulate his mission and ministry to the lost sheep. And so there are four things, again, that I think would be very helpful for us to do as a community uh, to ensure that we are emulating St. Raphael. And the first one of those is, of course, to unite ourselves and connect ourselves to the one good shepherd. And, of course, that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. St. Raphael is only as good of a shepherd as he is connected to the one good shepherd, as we heard in the Gospel the one good shepherd, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And St. Raphael devoted himself to Christ from the very beginning of his life. Uh, He was actually uh, tonsured as a monastic at the age of 18 years old. 
18 years old, he was tantrid as a monastic. And he became, very, at a very young age, uh, a deacon in the church. And he was so profoundly connected to Christ and so profoundly wanted to share the light of Christ with people. He had a gift of oration, a gift of speaking to people. And in fact, uh, he traveled with the patriarch, the patriarch of Antioch at that time. And he was oftentimes tasked with preaching at the places where the patriarch was. So he traveled with the patriarch, and most of the time, if you're with the patriarch or any of the bishops, they're the ones who preach. So you know that St. Raphael had to be good because he was asked by the patriarch to preach the word of God, and he uh, trusted St. Raphael to be able to preach the word of God. And wherever St. Raphael went, you knew that he was connected and that he was leading people, not to himself, He didn't care about himself, but he was leading people to the one good shepherd, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so that's the first thing that we as a community and we as individual people need to make sure that we are doing is that our focus is on the good shepherd. That our focus is always on Christ over and above anything else. That's the first thing that we need to make sure to do. The second thing that St. Raphael did as he ministered to the lost sheep in America is that he was very much focused on unity. Very much focused on uniting uh, the various Orthodox peoples in the, in the United States uh, together. And St. Raphael, God bless him, he was the perfect person to be able to do this. Uh, and it's amazing how God prepares people for that, the specific ministry that they are called to. And that was very much the case with St. Raphael because uh, you, we all know that in the United States there are, uh, especially speaking from an ethnic standpoint, point, there are Middle Eastern people, there are Russian people, there are Greek people, uh, and many others. And St. Raphael, within himself, within himself, knew all about each of those groups of people because of the way that the Lord had had provided for him. He was Syrian by background. His parents were Syrian. And yet, because of the tumultuous things that were going on in Syria at the time, while his mother was pregnant with him, the family had to move from Syria, and he was actually born in Beirut, Lebanon. And being born in Beirut, he was then educated there, but then he went back to Damascus and was educated in Damascus. And then he went to uh, the seminary in Halki, which is in um, Constantinople today, Istanbul, uh, Turkey. But he was there being educated. Of course, the Patriarch of Constantinople is Patriarchate of Constantinople is Greek in background. And so he is educated really ultimately by the Greeks. But he didn't stop there. Because he wanted to know more and more, and so he actually asked if he could go study. And think about this, in the, in the 19th century, the end of the 1800s, he asked a, a blessing to go to Russia, to Kiev, to study at the Theological uh, Academy there. And he ended up there in Russia, and he became pastor of uh, the Antiochian church that was in Moscow, and he uh, spent a number of years there in Russia ministering to the people before he was called to the United States. And when he came to the United States, uh, he began simply as the pastor of St. Nicholas Church in Brooklyn, New York, but very quickly, because he was one of the only priests that were there in the United States, he began his ministry of crisscrossing the whole United States so that he could minister to all of the Orthodox wherever he could find them. And I'm convinced that he at some point at least saw the city of Memphis. 
Because if he's traveling by train, and we know that he was in Texas and in Vicksburg and in Chicago, I think we're on that line. <laughs> so I'm convinced that he at some point at least saw the Mississippi River from the bluffs here in, in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, but he crisscrossed the United States trying to do everything that he could to find the lost sheep, find the Orthodox people. And the story is that he would go into each city and he would ask around looking for Orthodox names. <laughs> Middle Eastern names especially, Greek names, Russian names. Uh, and he took what he knew of each of those traditions and he brought them together. And he was one of the first people to encourage the use of English in the services. And so he was uniting the people together around Christ. But it was about unity. And of course, when he was consecrated as a bishop in 1905... Uh, the first Orthodox bishop to be consecrated on American soil, the, the office and ministry of the bishop is all about unity. It's all about wherever the bishop is, there the people should be, and where the bishop is and his prayers, that is where Christ and his church is. And so it's about unity. So if we are going to minister to the lost sheep in America, we have got to be united together as a community. And so in order for us to do that, we have to be united to one another so that those who come in can see the unity, can see the community, and can then, of course, not have any distractions from seeing Christ the Good Shepherd. And so we have unity and community as the second way that we can be ministry towards the lost sheep in this land. The third thing is that we provide a place of safety, of truth, St. Raphael very much stood for the truth, and, and in the hymns that we sang during Orthros this morning especially, it said that he protected his people from the ravenous wolves. When the people were dispersed all across America, they were without truth, and they were without the, the wisdom of the Orthodox Church, and they were, they were uh, potentially having to drown in the Protestant culture that was there. And having to ensure that they were learning and staying faithful to the Orthodox Church. And so St. Raphael uh, founded a magazine that I hope most all of you receive, which is the Word magazine. Al-Kalimat in, in Arabic, which is now today the Word magazine. And by sending that out to the faithful, he was ensuring that they were uh, grounded in the faith. That they were grounded in truth and in the teachings of Christ. And so that they could know the truth when they were being faced with uh, all of the various uh, denominations that didn't exist in the countries where they had originally immigrated from, but that they found here in the United States. He wanted to keep them safe from the ravenous wolves and from heresy. And so one of the things that, of course, we need to make sure that we do is that we know our faith. The only way that we are going to be able to minister to the lost sheep is if we ourselves know our faith. We know the teachings of the church. We live the teachings of the church. And that is the way that we can ensure that people walking into this place will find a safe place that is filled with truth. And so it's important for us as we minister to the lost sheep to know what the teachings of the Orthodox Church are and to live by them. Finally, the fourth thing that I think is important that we do as a community is that we present this place as a place of healing. St. Raphael's name, Raphael, of course he's named for the holy archangel. 
And the word Raphael literally means God heals. And so one of the things that we need to make sure that we are doing and ensure that the, the, uh, uh, what we are putting out to the world and showing that we emulate St. Raphael is that this is a place of healing. One of the things that we sang this morning that really struck me, it's, it called St. Raphael a soothing balm and a man of peace. And he knew, as he crisscrossed the country, he knew that the people were, were broken, that the people were struggling because they had immigrated from a foreign country, left most of them, left almost all of their family behind, and he wanted to provide the church for them, which could be that place of healing in the midst of their brokenness. And so one of the things that we need to cultivate is ensuring that when people walk into our church and see our community, they see a place where it is safe for them to be broken, to admit their brokenness, so that we can help them, so that we can reveal and be honest about our own brokenness, so that we can help them to find the true place of healing, which is, of course, in our shepherd, Jesus Christ, our Savior. And so, brothers and sisters, we are called, if we put St. Raphael out before us, to mission and minister to the lost sheep, to connect ourselves to Christ our God, to be uh, founded in unity, to unite to one another as a community, to provide a safe place of truth and to ourselves uh, ensure that this place remains a place of healing for all those that are broken in whatever way that they are broken. And thankfully for us, we don't have to crisscross the United States to find the lost sheep. They are right outside our door. Because this world, this place, our culture, our city, our country is looking for truth, whether they know it or not. They're being blown by all kinds of different winds of all kinds of different things that are going on, and they need to be rooted and grounded in Christ. And if we have this great Saint Raphael, who we adore, who we ask for his prayers, then we too must emulate him and mission and minister to those lost sheep because they are out there. And Christ will bring them to us, but we will be that safe place for them if we ourselves are united to Christ, if we ourselves are seeking unity if we ourselves are seeking truth, and if we ourselves are seeking after healing that is in Christ. May the prayers of St. Raphael be with us so that we can live up to putting his name on our building, to hanging his icon on our wall, so that we can be that example to the world and continue his mission and ministry as the good shepherd of the lost sheep in America. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.